0: The Your Mark on the World show is made possible by our sponsors, including ACLA Impact, Seed Equity Ventures, and Clean Energy Advisors.
1: Welcome to Your Mark on the World, bringing you another changemaker with champion of social good, Devin D. Thorpe.
0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Ormark on the World show. We're producing this episode for goodcrowd.info, and we are really excited to have with us today Ruth Hedges, who is the founder of the Global Crowdfunding Convention, really one of the all-time great crowdfunding events, one of the oldest going. This is the fifth annual we're having in October. Very exciting. Ruth, welcome to the show.
2: Thank you so much, Devin. I'm thrilled to be here and Go way back to the beginning of all of this. yeah and it's exciting too. So will be standing here with you.
0: <laughs> yeah, thank you, and I'm so grateful that you would join us. Ruth, tell us uh, about uh, the dates. When and where is the con- the convention this year?
2: So it's October sixteenth and seventeenth at Planet Hollywood in Las Vegas. <clears throat> and um we we cover reward donation and equity crowdfunding. So we cover the entire industry. And uh, we're very excited about uh, you know who's going to be involved this year. Yeah, that's great.
0: Now, Ruth, and it'll be at Planet Hollywood. That sounds like just a really fun place to do a convention.
2: It is. It's very fun, and and the convention that we have is fun. I mean, we, we're going to be doing things that no one's ever done at a convention, uh, maybe any convention. We're actually going to be doing a, a game show called "Who Wants to Raise a Million Dollars," How fun. and in And, yeah, Kendall's going to be the Bob Barker, and we're going to actually let the audience uh, participate and win cash and prizes for how well they actually learned the content during the convention.
0: Oh, that'll be great. How fun. Uh Now, who are some of the speakers that are going to be participating? I'm thrilled that you've invited me to be a participant. Thank you very much. I look forward to
2: speaking. Well, we're thrilled that you're going to be joining us this year. We also have uh, the Senior Economic uh, advisor for the SEC who um, is going to be sharing a fireside chat with us uh, about the three and a half years of the rulemaking which is it's just you know sort of an insider's look at this whole thing which I'm gonna be glued to my feet to listen <laughs> right.
0: yeah we all want to know what were they doing because it seems like the story yeah. is really short we didn't do anything for three years
2: Right, right, and then they, you know, they they, they took uh they took twenty two pages of you know um they, they created six hundred and fifty pages of rules from this this small little you know bill which yeah. was pretty clean clear cut in twenty two pages and somehow they ended up with six hundred and fifty pages. So it's, it's yeah. really going to be fascinating. You know,
0: right. it, it will be fascinating. I can't wait for that session. What a great opportunity to hear, ask him some questions. I hope. Well, I don't think that. We have to worry that in a room full of three hundred or four hundred crowd funders, that someone won't ask him the hard questions. He'll get the tough questions.
2: So that'll exactly, be exactly yeah. Well, I've already I've already um, put that out there that we you know we we want to really understand because because a lot of you know the sad part is that a lot of companies went under waiting on this, these yeah. rules and and good people who really good entrepreneurs who had you know the industry best interest at heart. Are, now left us and gone somewhere else to work in other industries and uh, you know we, we really need needed them there because we need to have a strong foundation for this industry to thrive you
0: yeah. know yeah well I think it's gonna be a great opportunity to have this discussion anyone else you want to highlight that's going to be on the uh, the speaker panel
2: yeah so um, well, Jillian Hellman who you've interviewed before is going to yeah. be speaking and she came to our convention in 2013 as a, as a as new entrepreneur and she had just launched Really Mogul. No one had ever heard of her or her platform, and now she's coming back. You know, she's done $200 million in real estate crowdfunding. She has over 80,000 registered investors, and, you know, I couldn't be more proud of her. I think she's yeah. just done a fantastic job, and we're excited to hear her story. She's going to explain to us how she did that in, in three short years.
0: Yeah, she, she really is a crowdfunding rock star, and it will be great to catch yeah. up with her. I guess you've also yeah. got uh, Doug Ellinoff, who has been one of the leading voices in crowdfunding, an attorney from New Absolutely. York. Absolutely, Richard. Yeah, Swart. and
2: he's we Richard Short. We have um, we have uh, um, Derek Setzel, who is runs the Johnson and Johnson platform called Caring Crowd,
1: oh. and
2: it's for it's on public health. Issue. it's a it's a complete platform dedicated to public health issues and he's it's gonna be riveting to hear the work that they're doing they're actually trying to crowdfund the research and let the the crowd pay for the research which they say would then reduce the cost of medicine coming to the marketplace which of course we all want you know so I'm um, very excited about that and mm-hmm. then, um, You know, we have, uh, we have some other rock stars. We have, uh, Tim Andrews who's did the Eliel Motors of $40 million testing the water, non binding commitment campaign in three weeks. That was another unbelievable moment in the, in the history of crowdfunding. And we have, um, we have the, the, a couple of, uh, reward, very famous reward based campaigners. We have the, the travel jacket, uh, the Bobak drop, of the CEO from that company, he did a crowdfunding campaign uh, on Kickstarter for nine million, and then went to Indiegogo um, and did two more million dollars, and um, and then the exploding kittens—they raised over eight million dollars for a card game. I mean, who knew, right? Yeah. So, <laughs> um, and then of course, you know, we have a, a, there were a lot of attorneys that are going to cover the Reggae Plus, which allows you to raise up to fifty million dollars. Obviously, we're covering Title Three. That was the bill that I helped, you know, get. I helped actually pioneer that bill and, and was involved in the drafting of it and then getting it passed through Congress. So we're going to be celebrating that and we're going to be sharing all the updates on that and the progress that's been happening since May 16th.
0: Yeah, boy, that's just uh, exciting, exciting stuff. Now, uh, Ruth, take us back in time. Uh, to the history, you alluded to your involvement in the drafting of the legislation that created the Title III regulation crowdfunding. But uh, why did you launch the conference? How how did that come about? It, now we're coming on the fifth anniversary. Uh, what tell us the story of the founding of this great conference?
2: Sure. So uh, in the height of the recession in two thousand and nine. Um, uh, I'm going to give you a 30-second version of a 17-month story. But essentially, I, I went to see my congressman who um, was uh, – I was trying to figure out why why couldn't we get funding from each other? Why did we have to be still, you know, ruled by this 80-year-old securities law? And it turned out that other people were thinking the same thing. And I read a blog article by Sherwood Meese, and I called him up and said, I think you're my brother from another mother. And that started my involvement in, uh, with a group of people who grew and grew and grew. And eventually, we had more than 50 people helping us. We had Steve Case from AOL. We had the U.S. Chamber of Commerce. And then 417 congressmen and two-thirds of the Senate actually voted yes on a bill that we wrote. And, you know, took to the, they took it to the floor. And, and then President Obama signed it into law on April 5, 2012. Um, when I saw the final version, it wasn't anything like what we had originally written. The the draft of what we wrote was called the Startup Exemption. And it was supposed to exempt startups from all of this. But unfortunately, there's still way too much paperwork and too many things to file and too many things to do. Um, And so I realized we needed to start educating the public. We needed to start educating the service providers, the lawyers, the financial advisors, the accountants. Everybody needed to understand how this works. And I decided to Put on a small little boot camp, and here we are five years later with a flagship uh, convention in the industry, and, and I'm very proud of that.
0: Well, it is. It has been a great event in the past, and uh, I'm looking forward to being there this year. Ruth, I want to just ask you a couple of personal questions. You're you're really a role model in this industry, but who do you look up to as a role model?
2: So, um, I have always looked up to to my parents, actually. Um, my parents did a lot of work when I was, you know, people don't remember what it was like to raise money, uh, either either for a business, but, but really for a cause too. Um, and I remember sitting around the kitchen table with, you know, a stack of, of paper that had to be folded and stuffed in an envelope and stamps had to be licked to send out, um, some kind of solicitation for a charity that my parents were working on, and I remember my 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 father would sit around uh, in a room where they had phone banks, and he would call. He would do this like you know on a Sunday afternoon. Twenty five or thirty people would all gather in a room. I mean, it sounds so antiquated today, but it was the only way they could fundraise. And they would and they would call people. And my father was relentless. My father would not take no for an answer. And if you got my father, if my father was the person who happened to get your name, there was no, you You were not going to get out from under that story. <laughs> and uh, and so I, you know, I really want to uh, share that kind of passion, but tie it into the, to the technology that exists today and the ability to help people who have, you know, great work that needs to get funded and obviously causes uh, to be able to to crowdfund and and solve them much much faster than they did you know when i was younger
0: oh yeah it, it really is game-changing it's so exciting because it really breaks down a barrier to success by giving everyone access to capital so i it, it it's wonderful i'm i think your story of your father is great now Ruth, you could be doing anything. Obviously, you are a super capable individual. Why do you care about fostering economic growth and taking personal responsibility for creating jobs and for creating education around crowdfunding? Why does this have to be you in your mind?
2: So I actually have been self-employed my whole life. Um, I started my first business at 14. And, um, and I was, I actually, uh, a lot of people don't know this, but I'm, I'm a licensed professional chef and I started a catering company at 14 years old and made box lunches for 300 women for, um, a Hadassah luncheon, actually. And, uh, that was my, my entree into the world of entrepreneurship. And I've been self-employed ever since. And, uh, at one point I had a very big fledging catering. Company in Beverly Hills, California, for almost 18 years. I had 12 full-time employees, and um, and then I, when the dot-com started to percolate, um, I started to see an opportunity in there, and that's how I got involved in in all of this sort of world. And I, I developed a, a product called the Crowdfunding Roadmap, which is a business plan and due, due diligence reporting system to help people get funded. And, and so I've been in this funding business for a very long time, long before there was crowdfunding, long, long before there was crowdfunding. And I have watched so many brilliant people struggle to access capital to fund their businesses. And we all know that 60% of the jobs created come from startups. So, like, you don't bite the hand that feeds you, right? You want to <laughs> feed the hand that feeds you and, and make sure they can continue to create the jobs we all need. And and then of course you know there could be a cure for cancer sitting in there. I mean, we're dealing with uh, we've got the University of Maryland coming this year. UNLV we have doing what matters. It's 113 community colleges. They all have uh, tech transfer, pro- you know, projects and patents and all kinds of things sitting in those offices. The students graduate and they just sit there and collect dust. And it's you know it's not right when we could be crowdfunding. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Well, one last question, Ruth. We asked all of our guests for an impact hack, some tip that would help us to do more good. What's your impact hack?
2: Um, well, I think we need to do a better job of sharing things on the internet that, is, that are really important and spend less time sharing some of the silly stuff. I mean, whenever I'm watching CNN and they show a video that gets 4 million people of a cat, you know, Playing with a ball of yarn or something silly like that—it it, it bothers me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> because there's just so much stuff out in the world that never gets any coverage, and that's you know a, a worldwide network, and they they don't, they couldn't use that. There's a lot of other things that really need to be to be shared better.
0: Yeah, yeah, I hear you. Well, that's a great great tip, and very apropos for me. Well, Ruth, thank you so much for taking the time to be with us today. Before you go, tell people how they can uh, learn more about the conference, register for it, and connect with you personally. Because I know people are interested in you as well as the conference.
2: Sure. So you can go to thegccworld.com. That's the website. Uh, you can find me at startups map on Twitter, and we also have uh, the GCC World on Facebook and uh, I'd love to, you know, share everybody's, if you're running a campaign, I'm happy to retweet it and um, would love to see all of you at our convention. It's, it's in five weeks. We have a bunch of, uh, oh, and I want to give everyone else uh, a special, a coupon code. If you put my initials RH and 20, you can get 20% off of uh, any tickets that you buy.
0: Fantastic. Well, Ruth, thank you very much for that. We appreciate your time and wish you every success with this year's conference. Thank
2: you so much, Devin, and I can't wait to see you again in, right. uh, in October. October 16th and 17th. See you then. See you then. Let's do some Okay, good.
1: take care.
0: At the intersection of financial services and social media, GATE Global Impact. GGI uses new market infrastructure to facilitate investments in organizations that deliver a societal, environmental, and or a cause-related benefit in addition to a financial return. Seed Equity Ventures is a registered broker-dealer with the U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission and a member of both FINRA and SIPC, providing investment banking services to startups globally. Seed Equity's mission is to find the best and brightest entrepreneurs and connect them with global investors. Clean Energy Advisors creates investment opportunities in the renewable energy sector that provide clients with a predictable income, preservation of capital, and positive impact. Clean Energy Advisors is committed to providing clients with investment opportunities with both market rates of return and measurable impact.